When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys. <laughs> the way that I've literally, like, okay, not to sound like one of those people that hasn't podcasted or posted a podcast in a very long time, you know, maybe like almost a year. That literally sounds so mind blowing, but not to sound like that kind of person, but. Oh my gosh, this feels so weird. At the same time, there's been like a million moments where I'm like, I'm going to podcast today. I'm going to pull my microphone out and I'm going to just sit down and press record and start yammering because if I could do anything correctly, it's I can just talk nonstop. And I recently... I guess since we've last spoken, as if this is a conversation, I guess it kind of is, maybe a conversation starter. Um, But since we last spoke, if you will, per my last email, (laughs) please see above. Hi, um, following up, I've gotten so into astrology, like mostly, so this kind of started in 2020, But I think my biggest spiritual awakening, if you will, um, was 2021. And literally, my open, like the person that really sent me on a deep dive into astrology is Marin Altman. I am literally obsessed with her. (laughs) Like, and not just like your generic, like, I'm obsessed. Like, no. No, 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 no. When I find a creator that I like, like I'm literally going on like their YouTube and I'm watching every video ever. I'm subscribing to like their Patreon. I'm subscribing and I'm literally like becoming an ultimate fan. And that's pretty much what happened to me. That's what happened to me. (laughs) Why do I speak like that sometimes? Okay, but my point here was I got super into astrology and this led into me finding out what my birth chart was. And if any of you are into this, this would make more sense, but I'm going to just list it off. And I actually do want to do an episode really going into my birth chart. Um, and to kind of like just deep diving into it um, because it's so interesting to me. And yeah, I definitely want to do an episode like something about my birth chart, talking about it, what I've learned, why it makes sense, maybe some potential challenges that I'm going to be having because of like the things that are most potent in my birth chart. Um, So that's to come for sure. But what I did learn is, so my six most prominent birth chart placements, and what I've gathered is, so there's 12 in total, and beyond the first six, um, those tend to be more generational. So, for example, pretty much people that are born in the same year as you are going to have that same placement 
However, it might be in a different house for you. I think that's how that works. See, I'm not an expert. If you want an expert, go to Marin Altman. She's the expert. I am literally just spitting out information that I don't even fully understand yet because I'm learning. We are learning. Like truly, my hobby now is astrology and tarot and like it is so freaking like, okay, reminder to have a hobby. Like that sounds passive aggressive, but having a hobby is literally just everything because when I, I mean, like previously, my hobby entirely was working. Like my personality, 100% revolved around making content, making YouTube videos, TikToks, like just my personality was working a lot. And while that has not changed, now when somebody asks me like, what's your hobby? I'm not awkwardly sitting there and being like, oh, um, yeah, like I just like work a lot and I go outside sometimes and like go on a hot girl walk, which is fine. Like that's a, that's literally fine if that's your life. But I think personally for my, for me and for what I needed for balance in my own life, that wasn't going to cut it more because of the way I work. Like I'm definitely somebody that works a lot and I have a hard time. It's hard to, and I'm not even going to be like, this is my fault because honestly, because of what I do, I'm constantly on in a way. Um, I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to post right now. And like, it's like 6am and I'm like replying to emails, not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining the nature of my job and how it's very much on, 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 which kind of had led into what do you do in your free time? I'm like, when I have a second, I'm like replying to an email. I'm replying to TikTok or I'm posting a video real quick or whatever. So I think for me, for the growth that I wanted to lead in my life, I needed to figure out something that was going to be a fun hobby for me. And that has really been astrology, reading people's birth charts and just talking to people about that. And I've really found a lot of like a lot of grounding in that. And what I've learned a lot with my birth chart is, so I have heavy 12th house placements. My son's in the 12th house, Mercury's in the 12th house. And this might make no sense to you guys, but I do want to do an episode about it, which I will. Honestly, my next episode might have to be that because I'm going to talk about it a lot in this episode, but it's really been such an eye-opening experience for me when I learned what this stuff meant Um, so yes, I have heavy 12th house placements, my son, which, you know, is cancer. I'm a sun sign cancer. It's in, but it's in my 12th house. And so is my Mercury. So is my Venus. And so is my Mars. So which what I've gathered is that's called a stellium. So you have more than three houses in the same sign or the same, sorry, more than three placements in the same house that is called a stellium, which I think is really interesting. So 12th house placements tend to just feel everything really freaking deep, like really magnified. (laughs) Like everything is just way more intense. And from what I've learned is 12th house placements, they tend to like really seek stuff like this. Like I really have found a lot of grounding and a lot of like answers and just a lot of like personal challenges that I have personally felt personally. And it's just cool that there is this thing out there 
that existed my entire life since I was born. And I can look at it and I can research it. And it's like I can like learn about myself in a really unique way. And I've just found a lot of groundedness from it. But yeah, so in my free time now, I'm like doing tarot or I'm doing whatever. I also never got back to the point earlier. And this is literally such a classic. Like now that I know my birth chart more and I understand why I talk the way I do, the reason it's ironic that I never finished that thought earlier. So let's begin there. So my Mercury, my Mercury placement, Mercury is how you communicate, how you talk. It's pretty much going to be the thing that I've really learned is if I'm not going to identify somebody by their rising sign, I'm going to definitely catch like how they're talking. And um, I have a Gemini Mercury. So, <clears throat> okay, is my, <laughs> do you guys hear that? So, literally what's going on? Okay. Um. <clears throat> I'm fine. So I have a Gemini Mercury and Gemini's home planet is in Mercury. And I have a Gemini stellium. So Gemini in, oh, here I am. Is this my birth chart episode? I don't know. This is going to be an all around out of pocket episode. Okay. So stay with me here. Stay with me. So my Mercury my Mars and my Venus are all in Gemini. Gemini's home planet is in Mercury um, and it's the planet of communication. So I, and it tends, so basically like whatever you're, because my Gemini, because my Mercury is in the home planet, it's positioned in its like best planet, for example, like kind of per se. Um, I tend to be very like, I talk very fast. I like, I just move really fast. I get really bored easily and I communicate a lot. Like whenever I feel anything or like, I don't like, like I've always kind of thought like, no, I don't like conflict. Like I'm not going to say anything. Like I thought that was me, but then the more that I stepped into like, just honestly, as I grow up, um, like I'm 25 now, like I've just you grow into your voice so much every single year. And that's honestly only if you're willing to, because I feel like you can really just, you can stunt yourself. Like you can like this. It's so easy to do. <coughs> I'm not crying. I just need a, a drink of water or some me, some water mixes my coffee cup. Mm -hmm. Love that. A little bit of ASMR for you. I did that. And my dog's head peeked up. He's like, is that for me? Is that for me? No. So um, I believe that you can stunt yourself and you can choose to kind of stay in your own safe zone. But for me, that is so unfulfilling. And I really don't feel like a great person when I kind of just don't, when I isolate or I don't challenge myself or put myself in situations that I don't know the outcome of. And I really do find that to be like so fulfilling. And yeah, like birth chart stuff. We'll get into that later, but it's funny. And I've just had a lot of, a lot of self-discovery since I last talked to you guys, like just a lot of growth. I think there's always growth every single year. I think that's like the thing everyone says, like at the top of the year or at some point they're like, wow, like I don't even recognize myself like a year ago, like da -da, especially in your twenties. 
because, I mean, you just change so much every year. But I think that bulk of it, like as you kind of abandon, not abandon, it's kind of the wrong word, but I guess metaphorically, like abandon your childhood self and grow into your adult self. And you have to ask yourself like, okay, so like, what do I want? Like, what does Nicole want? Pretty much more and more every day. And it's really liberating, but it's also terrifying. But I've also realized that, like I said earlier, it's like, if I don't step into that question and I don't step into that unknown Am I okay? Am I joking? I need to drink actual water. (laughs) Hold on. Mm. Well, that's good, Nicole. That's just really great. My, My mouth instantly just goes dry when I talk, apparently. So that's amazing. I would definitely be that teacher who just couldn't stop being like, mm, one second, big chug of water, like every two seconds. Like, my mouth just gets dry when I talk. Definitely a normal thing, though. But <laughs> I know you're just inquiring about that. <laughs> what? What was I even saying? Okay, here we are. Yes, so growing. You're in your 20s, taking those hard decisions, abandoning possibly like your childhood belief systems and just growing into who you want to be. And I think the more that you do it, the more that you say, what do I want? What's going to help me? What do I want in this moment? Like you're allowed to change. Like, okay, if I see like one more time, you are allowed to change period. Okay. I think And this isn't really like something that I thought up on my own. I heard it somewhere, like on a podcast or something. But when I heard it, I was like, wow, we really do put so much emphasis on like, just if we say something and we say, I believe this, or this is how I feel on this topic. And then I think what really yeah like if you tell somebody that if you share that with a friend if you post it especially online like for me you know people will be like oh well you said this last time and I'm like yeah but I changed my mind like you're allowed to change your mind and I really have just felt that a lot lately I'm like you know you can change your mind about things that you might have past valued things that you future might want to value more or just day to day. Like we are ever changing people. And especially if you are open to growth and open to self-exploration and just be growing into a different person and just evolving. I think evolving is a great word for that. Like if you are open to evolving as a person, it's pretty much intrinsically going to happen over time, your values and your belief systems are going to change a little bit because maybe your old self and your new self are no longer compatible. And that's okay. And it's okay to grow. It's okay that maybe when you're 50 to say, you know what, this, I don't like this anymore. I don't like how this makes me feel. If it's a job, if it's a friendship, if it's a town you're living in, like you put those restraints on yourself. Maybe it's societal pressure. Maybe it's family pressure. Maybe it's whatever it tends to be. There's way, what was that noise? 
my neighbor's table just squeaked so loud. But you definitely, I think when I'm saying you, I'm speaking to myself, you know, obviously, because it's my reflection coming out here. But I think it's just so important to remember that you are allowed to change your mind and you are just allowed to grow. I just really have realized this with how I just what I consume um, like content wise or what I watch, what I see, what I hear people say about themselves. It's like you are allowed to abandon that old version of yourself and be like, that's not me anymore. This is me now. And I think what also needs to be said is like, if as you are growing, as you are becoming the best version of yourself, whatever that looks like for you, your circle might change. Your friends might change. And I think what you have to realize is you don't need to stay this old washed up version of yourself. That sounds a little harsh, but this is for me, what I'm feeling for myself. I don't have to stay my old self if I'm on this new journey. And I feel like my friends aren't serving me or I feel like my environment I've created no longer just makes me feel good. You're allowed to be like, I'm going to distance myself. And you know what? It's going to be a little lonely. And I don't know if I've ever felt loneliness when I'm like truly alone. I've honestly, which I I know is a really um, like rare thing. I'm not rare. I'm really thankful that I've never felt true loneliness. Um, I've really, I, I enjoy my alone time. I find a lot of reflection in it and I can really just do a lot of deep diving on myself in that time. And I just have really found my biggest growth moments to be when I'm just jiving in my routine, when I'm going to the gym every day and I meet my friend there and I come home and I have breakfast, do my vitamins, I get ready for the day and I just go about my day based on what I want to do and how I want to live my life. And I just think, you know, you have to, and I know I've never experienced like maybe, maybe a little bit of loneliness, but I've never just been like, man, I am lonely. (laughs) Like I tried to, you know, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things. Not everyone, I experience anxiety, but maybe not truly feeling like, man, I need to put people in my life because I feel lonely, maybe less fulfilled, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, so I just think you need, in general, something I've learned, you know, if people aren't serving you, if people are doing things that are just like immature or they just don't jive and they, and it can be as simple as this. If someone is doing something or saying something that just does not jive with you and who you are, it's okay to be like, all right, I'm going to distance myself from that person. And it doesn't have to be this big, messy thing. You can, you can, if you would like to do that, you can, but you do not have to. And most people don't want to do that. I don't like doing that. I think if this is like, I guess it kind of depends on multiple things. If the friend you are no longer getting along with, that's no longer serving you, just doesn't bring happiness in the way that maybe they used to for you. I think it's important to ask yourself, okay, so could I just 
kind of slowly pull away and just do that. Would I feel good doing that? That's a question you have to ask yourself. And then I think as time goes on, you know, and maybe this person is a closer friend or maybe they're a more distant friend. I think with more distant friends, it's way easier because you're just like, oh, I've been so busy. Like you can kind of just fall off a little bit. People grow apart. It's not a crazy concept. It's really not. And I think there's a lot of, I don't know if, I think there's a lot of people that talk about it and they say things like this, like people grow apart, like it happens. But it happens all the time. Oh my gosh, what a great time for this sentiment that I love to say. Okay, so I truly believe in life, literally all the time. Okay, everyone in your life comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So let's break that down. So everyone that comes into your life at any point whether it's a friend in passing, um, a friend that you meet in school, maybe you a friend you meet at a gym, whatever the dynamic, whatever the scenario is, whatever reason that might be, okay? That person is coming into your life for either a reason. Maybe the reason is to teach you a lesson. Maybe the reason is to simply lead you to that next person that will be for a season. Or the reason you're meeting that person is to lead you to somebody that will be more of a lifetime friend. There's Maybe you're meeting that person because the reason is you need to learn a lesson or you need to be, you need to get, you need to understand something that person's going to bring to the table. And maybe it won't really be comfortable for you. Maybe the reason is as simple as you meet them and you're like, wait, I don't like how this person makes me feel. And maybe you're just being more quick to identify that feeling. And you're like, actually, actually, I don't like how this feels. And I think the more practice you can have in identifying that and what feels good for you, the better over time. Yeah, you'll be at just deciphering like, okay, what do I want? How do I feel when I'm around this person? Like when I leave them, I'm driving home from, let's say you're getting coffee and you're driving home from coffee and you're just reflecting and you're feeling like, do you feel like that person helped to fill you up? Or do you feel like your cup is unempty? Like the cup is broken. Like, do you feel, how do you feel? And I think those reasons are just so valuable. So then there's there's that. Or is this person coming into your life for a season? And you know, a season could be a true metaphorical season, spring, fall, winter, summer, or, you know, like a few months here and there. Or is that just a quote unquote season? Maybe it's a season of your life where you're single. Maybe it's a season of your life where you are taking, the first thing that came to my mind was like taking, I don't even know why. Maybe it's a season of your life where you're taking ballet classes and you are with this person through more of a, a seasoned aspect and you see them routinely, you know, and there's that kind of growth, maybe a little bit more intimate, maybe 
will give you a reason as well. You just can take a lot from these friendships. Um, but I do think that everyone you meet, every one of those people that you meet for a reason and or for a season are inevitably trying to lead you to those friendships, to those people, to those relationships overall that are meant to last a lifetime. Because without those people that you have in your life for a reason or a season, you would never know if it was looking you dead in the eye, if it was for a lifetime. Like if that was the kind of person you value as a friend or for whatever, because you haven't had the time yet to experience those people that give you maybe those reasons where you just don't jive with them or they're in your life for a more seasonal time frame and you come out of it and you're like, mm, mm, not really, but maybe during that season of your life, you met this other person and then they're like your new best friend. And then they're that person that's in your life forever. And you meet at the most random times, but without putting yourself out there without taking those risks, without looking fear in the face in any way. If it's trying a new workout class, if it's just doing things that make you uncomfortable and that's different for everybody. Like everybody has their thing that makes them feel really freaking stressed and like maybe not stress is the wrong word. You don't do things that make you feel stressed. But I think, I think also remember to realize that sometimes in order to grow, most of the times in order to grow, you have to do hard things. You have to do things that make you feel nervous and a little scared. And you're like, what if this could happen? Yeah. What if you need to ask yourself, what if more? Because what if this happened? What if I went to this place and it was amazing and I met somebody else or I met a new friend. It changed my life in ways I could not even imagine. And it's also okay that maybe you go do you go to this workout class or you go on a trip or whatever it is and you have an experience that maybe is not the best and you're like wow that was terrible that's okay it's actually really important to have not so great experiences in life it's probably the only way we can decipher good from bad or at least take the temperature on it and say so this made me feel not good so I don't want this to happen again. I'm going to look in other ways to find something else that wouldn't make me feel this way again. And I think once you understand what that bad feeling is, you at the same time are kind of building who you are as a person because you're like, okay, so I didn't like this. And that's kind of an, a moment of growth and identity for yourself. You're like, okay, so this is what I do like as a person, as an adult, as I'm leaving more of these like younger stages of my life. And I'm like, no, like I don't want to be that person. I don't like being around people like this. I would rather surround myself with X, Y, Z, whatever that is for you. Cause it can be different for everybody. But for me, it's like, you know, you have to, you really do have to have bad to have good, which I know sounds kind of like weird to say, I think out loud, but if you think about it, it does make a lot of sense. You know, it's like if you were given, this is a good example, I think. Um, and I don't, I want to preface it by saying like, I don't want this to sound harsh or like, 
I don't know. You know what? I'm going to just say it because I think it's a really important sentiment. And I think we can talk about it pretty vaguely. So for example, let's say you're, you know, you're born, you're given every opportunity. You know, there's a lot of privilege. There's a lot of privilege that you were born into, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, I'm saying like, if the sky is always blue, you know, if you've only ever seen the sky with blue, the sky with blue, if you've only ever seen a blue sky and you're like, yeah, this is normal. Like everything in life is like this. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be like this. You know, it's supposed to be like this. But then if the sky is <laughs> has a cloud or it's gray or it's rainy, but you've never seen that before, it's like, oh, what is that? What's that? Like, you, It's like you're a little out of touch with how to process that situation. I'm not sure if this is making sense, but what I'm trying to get at, <laughs> in my head it made more sense, I think. But what I'm trying to get at is if you've only ever had good experiences in life, you've only ever seen positive, 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 like your whole life, positive reinforcement. Okay, yes, this actually could be a good example still. You've only ever seen positive things because maybe, you know, when you're going to high school, you're living, you're in like a K through 12, you are, you know, living at home still possibly, you know, you're living like a child, like you are a child, you are under 18 and everything is always a little bit more rose colored glasses. Like everything is going to be filtered, you know, because you're not paying the bills. I mean, and I'm, I'm talking very generically. I know in some situations that might not be the, that is not the case. And I'm not trying to discredit that situation at all. Um, but most most of the time, and I hate even to say most of the time, because there's a lot of situations out there where that's just not how it goes. But what I'm trying, it's it's generic. We're just as a generic statement. Um, if you've only ever seen, you know, the filtered version, like not seeing struggle, not seeing any kind of just influx, and you're just like, yeah, like I ask for it and I get it. If you've only ever experienced that kind of thing, and just had only positive experience, you know, and then you go off to college and you're a little bit more on your own. It's, it's going to feel a little like shattering, if you will. But at the same time, I think that shattering feeling, I think stepping out onto your own, into your own, stepping into your own self for the first time, maybe. I mean, I think that's pretty common also, like, it's, it's hard to find individuality, true individuality, before you have lived on your own, before you have experienced things that you really would only be able to deep, deep experience without living on your own. But I think once you leave that situation and the glass kind of shatters around it and you see the world for what it is, but you kind of just behind it and you're like, wow, you have a lot of like reflection moments. You're like, I, first of all, everything is very expensive in real life, (laughs) real life. But when you're paying for everything on your own, you're like, wow, life is expensive Two, You're like, wow, there are some not so great people in the world. Maybe you have a roommate for the first time. Maybe you are seeing like you are on your own as well. 
but you're seeing how somebody else might live. And it might not be how you want to live. And this is another step in your individuality, individualism, like becoming your own self process. And I just think that process is so beautiful. It's hard. And I think, I think no matter what, when you step into your own and step out on your own, you really have this moment to be like, oh my gosh, like I had it so good. Or you say things like, oh, like I took this for granted. And you start to look at everything way different. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's hard. It's hard. Growing up is hard. But I wouldn't want it any other way. I like didn't. I'm not the person that misses high school. I'm not the person that's like, man, the good old days. Like the good old days are to come. You know, like I reflect on things that I miss, but wholeheartedly like moving forward, full steam ahead. Let's freaking go. Let's take some journeys. Let's take some, just let's just learn and grow. Um, But yeah, ultimately you have to, you have to experience bad things, not, not the best things. You have to experience maybe a personal hardship. Maybe it's an exterior hardship. Not that I want anyone to experience anything bad, but I think once you go through anything, whatever it might be, you're on a cell, everyone's on a journey, right? Everyone's on a journey and there's roadblocks. And I think these roadblocks are so important. And we always think like, oh, well, poor me. Like I, you know, if this didn't happen, I, where would I be? It's like, Oh my gosh, my friend Stacy said this thing after our Peloton ride. She goes, turn those, oh my gosh, what was it? Turn the poor me's into, okay, I'm going to actually, I actually want to look it up because it was such a cool, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Not poor me. It was go turn why me's into try me's. And you know, I kind of think that is such a pinnacle growth moment, especially as we just go about our lives and take new challenges. Yeah. We could sit there and take passenger seat and say, Oh, why me? Like, woe is me. Like, I feel so bad for me. Like, no, you know what? I think I think it is I for me personally, I would rather look fear in the face and say, try me. <clears throat> if it's a hate comment, if it's if it's just a lot of negativity in any way, if it's social media hate, which obviously have dealt with, like there's a lot of that going on. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities, especially with social media. And if you do choose to put yourself out there, you are just opening yourself up for these opportunities that you're going to have to say, oh, why me? Why me? Or say, you know what? Try me. Like, and I'm not saying engaging with it and being commenting like, try me. No, I think metaphorically, you know, as you consume this stuff, as you consume the negativity, see this whatever it is that's just not serving anyone to be quite honest <laughs> like and say you know what i'm going to use this as fuel 
And I think that's something that I've learned to do over time is anything for the most part, I really do try to healthily channel and I'm working on it, but I've really to, I really do try to healthily channel whatever situation that I could easily go, why me? Like everyone's picking on me, like blah, 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 like playing victim, you know, um, reality check playing victim is really not cute. Okay. It's literally never been cute. And just how important it is to take accountability. You know, you're like, wow, (laughs) like, dang, I am being that person. That's like, why me? Versus saying, try me, like, look at what I've done up to this point. And that's not to be, that's just, just, and I'm also just so tired of sitting here whenever I say like anything that might sound slightly proud or boastful being like, and I don't want to be that person. No, you know what? I do. I want to be that person. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of what I have built for myself. And I work very hard to make that all happen. And you have to be resilient and you have to be resilient in the effort of turning those why me's into try me's. It's so easy to take, to take a back seat or a pass, whatever metaphor you want to use. It's easy to jump out of the driver's seat and just be like, I'm going to close my eyes and see what happens. And I'm going to be like, why me? You know, blah, blah, blah. No, like I, that you don't really gain much from that. And I don't like that, (laughs) you know, like, I don't, I don't want to be that person that doesn't take time to reflect and just be like, try me. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Like, this is not going to like, you know, it teaches you a lot about yourself in just those reflective moments. I recently got a self-reflection journal, actually. Um, If you search it on Amazon, it's called just like a self-reflection journal. And it's a really cute little vibe. Mine's like pink, I think. And you just fill out like at the top of your morning. And I, you guys, if I'm being truly honest, I bought it this week and I've only done one morning so far. But I think also what it is, is I do think about it more. I'm like, okay, how can I show gratitude today? Like, what can I, this is a great example because I was on the first day I journaled, um, I was just looking for reasons more to help somebody else out. That sounds, that sounds so, you guys, sometimes, and this is something that I'm trying to work on. This is my journey as well. When I say things like that, that might sound a little boastful or like a little, look at me. I, I have a hard time not making a joke out of it and being like, oh, sorry, that sounded so big headed of me. Like working on that. Look at, you know, this is, we're all just growing as people, okay? Um, But after I did this self-reflection journal and the last question was, and I'm going to misquote it kind of, but it was, how can you show gratitude for somebody else today? And I was like, okay. And I wrote something down and it didn't end up being what I thought it would be. But I think that's kind of the point though. It's like, you don't really know what's going to be. But I think I also was going about my day being like, okay, what can I do that might help somebody else out? And then I had um, my attorneys here in Nashville um, had, you know, emailed me and they were like, hey, can you leave us a review on Google? And I was like, perfect example. This is perfect. And here are some people that have helped me a lot, have done a lot of phone calls with me, given a lot of their time to me for free. Um, 
you know, obviously there's been situations where, you know, we have done more formal, like they've billed me, like more formal transactions, but they have given me a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of advice. They've a lot of, they've given me a lot of like counsel with situations and talked through things with me, like legal advice for free, you know, things that I'm very gracious for. And I have not truly reflected on my gratitude for that. So it was kind of a funny coincidence. And I think the whole point of self-reflection is to take time to look inward so you can go onward with your day and have those moments in your day more naturally to show gratitude, to show, just take a step back and look at what you're at, like the places you're in and be like, wow, I'm so thankful that I can put food in my body. I'm so thankful that I can put clothes on my body. Like, you know, there's have shelter. I can pay my bills. Like these are things that are so commonly taken for granted. If you can, if you've done them more routinely, um, which, you know, I just think it's just so great. But yeah, this email came in. They're like, can you give us a review? And I was like, yes, I can. And honestly, it made me just feel so good because you know, especially as a business owner, I understand like reviews and especially Google reviews. You know, when you go to any restaurant, you go to hire anyone, you go to do pretty much anything. You're going to be reading the reviews first on Yelp or Google like that. The star rating, as much as we hate to admit it, as much as we, you know, are like, oh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. It, it does in, in kind of that like PR way, you know, like, I don't know. But at the same time, I... And just so gracious for their assistance and how they've helped me so much. And I have kind of felt like, well, like they've done a lot of things for me and I haven't like, they are just doing them because, you know, it's like that long-term partnership thing, you know, where I will bring them more contracts and I will have more things I need advice on. And yeah, I just really felt good. I was like, that is exactly the kind of thing that I wanted to do today. And I just, I was just like, let's go. You know, it just felt good. And I think that's also something that I've learned with self-reflection and just growing as a person is it feels really good to help other people. And I think when you can get out of yourself a little bit and just say like, okay, so how can I help somebody else today? It doesn't have to be like mowing somebody's lawn. It doesn't have to be this like crazy labor intensive thing. It can literally be as simple as commenting. Let's go, let's go simple. It can be as simple and I'm simple more so just like ease. It can be as easy as when you were on Instagram and you see somebody that just looks great. You're like, well, like that girl's killing it or that guy's killing it. Whatever it might be, it's just commenting and being like, like just 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 being like keep it up I'm so proud of you or look at you go because you know you being the listener you know how that feels when you get a comment and it's just like somebody hyping you up you're like that is so nice and it it feels good you know it's a little bit of serotonin that you can just spread that's an easy way you can spread you just show your gratitude for them and I just think or even messaging your friends and being, you know, if, if you have a close friend that you just adore, you know, there's a friend in your life. I have a few friends like this that I'm just like, this person is like my sister. <laughs> like literally, 
Um, for example, my friend Kristen, like we are literally, I'm wearing her, I'm wearing her merch right now. Um, shopkristenjones.com. Love her. Actually, um, she has, she's selling, um, like she has her own clothing line now. And then she also has an Etsy store and it's phenomenal. She hand, she like designs all the stuff. I literally am wearing, I'm wearing the, you are strong sweatshirt. It's just such a vibe, you know? But there's people like Kristen where my closest, so, my, so like one of my closest friends, like probably the closest friend I'll ever have, you know, that sisterly bond. And I think just messaging people like that every once in a while and just being like, hey girl, just wanted to say, love you so much. Happy to have you in my, or whatever comes to you, whatever would sound normal for you to say, happy to have you in my life. You mean so much to me. And just, you know, if you're feeling that genuinely, don't just like, pick the phone up and be like, I'm going to say it because I want to do good in the world today. Like whatever you feel inclined, you know, whatever draws you in, whatever you're thinking, you know what, that's the thing. And it kind of came across my desk literally as I'm working. I got this email and I was like, love that. And it kind of just hit. I was like, that is exactly what I was looking for today. (laughs) I think just kind of giving yourself like the day to let kind of let things, let opportunities let yourself feel and just kind of be more mindful and gracious. Um, yeah, that is where I'm going to leave that at. Um, hi, it's been 45 minutes. I don't edit these podcasts, by the way. And I like that because that's so me. That's so Nicole. That's I like that. Authenticity is just... I don't know. I've never been a bit... I also am like, to be honest, I don't want to have to edit it. But there's also just like no need. This is my stream of consciousness. I have no notes right now. I've been thinking about this episode for a while, but not really like details about how I'm going to talk. But yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, Hi, we're posting podcast episodes again. I do want to get back into weekly. I'm thinking I want to jump into um, my birth chart next week. That'd be so much fun. Um, TBD on what I'm going to post episodes. I just want to get back into weekly. Um, I think ideally I like a Monday posting, but I kind of think sometimes like posting every Friday might be a good vibe for me because I have the whole week to kind of create. And the bulk of my work tends to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I just like load it up, you know? So my time to really be like, okay, let's... Let's podcast tends to be the latter half of the week. So aiming for Friday uploads again, we're back. Love you guys. Love the podcast. It's such an amazing outlet. And I just feel so good now. Like I just love talking about journeys and growing and just, it really has been like that for me, especially since I bought my house. I bought a house in, this is what's happened, short story, since I moved, since I last podcasted. Like, I bought a house in Nashville. Uh, I have a boyfriend, literally, lol what, me? A boyfriend? Cute. Um, Just like, you know, just a lot of career things. We have slime in Target now, and <laughs> so many things in Meijer. I've been busy. You know, I've been I've been definitely busy, that's for sure. My we moved my entire business again to probably the best situation ever. I wanna digress. Actually, after I stop recording today, I wanna write down birth chart episode. I wanna write down um the episode about 
moving my warehouse and like that process and just being honest, like the process and how like terribly emotional and hard December was for me. And I got sick like three times with strep because I was so stressed and it was strep. I went to urgent care like three times that week and I was like, are you sure it's not COVID? (laughs) They were like, no, it's just strep. I'm like, cool. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that next episode. Um, So excited for this. We love a growth moment and love you guys so much. Um, If you are listening still, it would mean a lot if you could actually rate this podcast, um, give it five stars and leave a little bit of a review. Like what part of the podcast are you guys loving the most? I would honestly love to know because we're back. We're doing it again. I would love to introduce a video component at some point, but I think I just have to start, you know, just jump back into it and we'll get the video thing going eventually. But right now we're sitting in my big sweatshirt at my kitchen table podcasting and getting the ball rolling again. And it feels really freaking good. So yeah, also going to work on, we're working on getting my podcast art updated. I talked to my graphic designer about it and that is coming along as well. So lots of fun things coming, but point blank is we back, baby. We're doing it. And yeah, I'll see you guys with a new episode very soon. Love you guys so much. Push yourselves, do things that scare you, look fear in the face and just have a great day. Just have a great day. And yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Love you.